2: Yeah. Okay, okay, so, Lori, yeah. um, you know, I really wish you still subscribed to People Magazine, because there's been some really good stories good. and covers, yeah. and um, this week is no exception. Brooke Shields is on the cover, and we had learned a while back um, that she has a documentary, um, I think it's a it's a two- or three-part documentary that comes out on April 3rd, and she premiered it at um, Snow Snow mask, but it was Sundance, sundance. in the snow.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And, um, you know, did you read the article I sent you? She's talking about yeah. being sexually assaulted and how she blamed herself. Um, and
1: this is what happens to everybody. I mean, Paris Hilton. In her thing, it is amazing to be a woman and get through your life and not be sexually assaulted. That is what is so horrifying about all of this. Mm-hmm. And everyone always thinks it's their fault, you know. And because very often, you know, it's when you're younger and you're taken advantage of or groomed or something happening. It just makes me furious. It it that we yeah it does.
2: And she was, was in her terrible. She was in her twenties, and remember, she kind of left modeling and acting and she went to princeton university mm-hmm. and after she graduated she was unable to really find any work there weren't any offers coming in she said she was at the lowest point in her career and she took a dinner with a hollywood executive that she thought oh, she hopefully. was going to get a movie job and mm-hmm. then he invited her to make a call for a cab from his hotel room people this before cell phones right. and uh and so he assaulted accurate. her there and mm-hmm. she recounts it. I didn't fight. I just froze. Um yeah. And how she felt afterwards that um she kept saying to herself, I shouldn't have done that. Why did I go up there with him? I mm-hmm. shouldn't have had that drink at dinner. And she mm-hmm. just said she would just associate, disassociate and compartmentalize so many things in her life, which she had been doing for a long time because she. Of the intensity of attention she got as such a young girl mm-hmm. you know and sexualized she said i had a sense of disassociation from my body from my sexuality i was mostly a cover girl it's all here and it was just easier to shut herself down and she was good at it
1: and then yeah, she only that's, told that's what go people ahead do with trauma mm-hmm. i mean that's just that's, that's such a natural i mean protective way to be around yourself to, to do to shut that down or right. try and forget it and all of that. It's just, I, I think it's good that people are, you know, sharing their stories because before no one even talked about it. Right, they didn't even let anybody know.
2: And she's got the two daughters. One Rowan's nineteen and Greer is sixteen. And she talked about, you know, they went to Sundance with her to watch her movie premiere and how they were mad at her and said, "Mom, why didn't you warn us? This was really heavy." And she just kind of said, well, I kind of didn't even really think about it or something. But um, it's I'm i am really curious to see her life, because really, when you think about how young she was, Laurie. Oh, yeah. And, you and know, her, she had that evil mom, though. I'm not going to. Didn't she well, have a, a stage mom who kept pushing her into everything?
1: She had a stage mom who managed her, was yep. an alcoholic, yep. was, you know, all the. Things that go along with, you know, having a parent that, that has addiction issue. But, yeah, she was starred in things that were, you know, nude scenes and stuff like that. When she was like, you know, I think pretty baby, she might have been only nine. Oh, good we're Or lord. ten. Oh, good lord. When she played a child prostitute. mm mm-hmm. So, you could see how, like, the all the mixed messaging. But I would be very much interested in, I love her. I do, too. Yeah. We, we grew up with I her, Lori, like her.
2: and her eyebrows were all the rage, and they're coming back. They're they coming
1: back, work. those bushy eyebrows. Um, remember yesterday when I told you how Goop was on a wellness pro, uh, podcast and the, the guy <laughs> asked her, what's the weirdest wellness thing you did? And she said, hello, I've done rectal ozone therapy, mm-hmm. and it's really helped me. Oh. Well, I went and listened to the rest of the interview. First okay. of all, she was doing a vitamin IV. She's like, oh, I've got a vitamin IV right in my arm. And I'm like, you're too rich to swallow pills? I mean, who the hell does that? Anyway, once again, for the lot hundred thousand.
2: They do the beach. Yeah, once Laurie. again,
1: the hundred thousand times healthcare professionals are saying, pause, please shut up, goop. Because then she went on to describe her daily, what she eats. So she told the guy <laughs> oh my with her IV in her arm after they discussed her, rectal ozone therapy, she said (laughs) she has coffee in the morning Okay, and then for lunch she has bone broth, so now we have two flavored waters and then for dinner it's mostly vegetables because she has to support her detox and I'm like, what are you detoxing from? Flavored water? Wow. Can you imagine? Her diet is not enough to give an energy for a living human being and I am not an eating disorder specialist but I can tell you that right now. All I can think of is her uppity pretensions must keep her full. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh. she, you know, she's like, I have to support my detox. So that's coffee. And then from her vegetable you know, dinner, she doesn't eat again till her bone broth at noon. Okay, should I tell you my
2: typical day lately? <laughs> I wake <laughs> up, I have coffee with a ton of cream, and then I either have chips and salsa... <laughs> Fry roasted peanuts, whatever other carb I could find, and then maybe oh. some pasta or some lunch. I've I've eaten all my meals by ten AM lately, Lori. I'm ready to go. I'm all I'm Julia, all carved up
1: before I even go to work. I'm ready to
2: I'm go. But I'm glad
1: you don't fuel your body with pretension. Hope oh, is just she's ridiculous. Someone on TikTok called her an almond mom. What um, does that mean? Um Yolanda Hadid got the Almond mom thing because there was an episode, I believe, of the Housewives of Beverly Hills where she told Gigi if she was hungry to take one almond and chew oh. it very oh. slowly oh. so that she could oh. feel full. Oh my so gosh. So there's a new. Don't you term remember for though, these-
2: Elizabeth um, Hurley? In Bridesmaids. Yeah, yeah. she doesn't yes. eat, but Elizabeth Hurley also, when she came out with her bikini line, oh. she said, Well, I had. Three raisins, two oh, grapes. grapes, and three mm-hmm. peanuts. Oh. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. Well, let's just go to O-O-O-Zembic. Um, you know, Kyle Richards is denying that she's
1: on it, Lori. She's denying okay. it again. She. She's an Ozempic head that d- doth protest too much, so that's how we know she's done Ozempic. She
2: keeps bringing it up. I, she just keeps bringing it up. I, I, it's kind of funny. She just keeps bringing it up. Do you think they're gonna start filming Real Housewives of Be- 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 Beverly Hills soon? Or what are they they've already
1: do? started doing some stuff. Okay, you know, there's been B-roll footage and stuff, but they haven't announced the whole cast yet. But Hollywood is reeling from Nancy Myers. Um, This mega-budgeted rom-com because it was a done deal with Netflix. It was Scarlett Johansson, Michael Fassbender, Penelope Cruz, and Owen Wilson. Oh, fun and eighty people, but eighty million to those four salaries.
2: Okay, yeah, that's too much. I I agree. That's a ton of money.
0: This is that Netflix movie Mm -hmm. that they canceled, right?
2: It's been there's been gurgling and bubbling up in the past like three weeks about this, Mm -hmm. Um, but now that they just said no, you know, that's a lot of money to make for a you know seven week rom com. A
0: A rom com that 130 million dollars. You're talking like Marvel budgets there. I don't mean to be like that, but that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. That's a lot. And there's no special effects. You can make 30 million dollar rom coms and get away with it perfectly. You know? That's a about, lot
2: of money in salaries. Yeah, I mean, wow. what do
1: they need? Twenty million for the Coastal Kitchen? I don't
2: know. <laughs> Good I call. don't know. Good call.
1: Yep. Um, I have a little bit of news on Quentin Tarantino's. You know, he's supposedly this last, this final movie he's doing, in his is his tenth and final one. Okay. And so, uh, this is from the Hollywood Reporter. The movie is going to be called The Movie Critic, and he will direct it next fall. And it's a story set in the 70s in L.A. with a female lead at its center. And the story may focus on Pauline Pauline Kale, one of the most influential movie critics of all time. She was a novelist and an essayist and then became a movie critic. And she worked briefly as a consultant for Paramount, in the seventies and took the job at the behest of Warren Beatty. Oh, gosh. so that's what they think uh, it's going to be about, but that's, that's kind of all we know, but it is, that's all set. And he's finishing the script on the movie critic, which
2: I'm telling you, the seventies is such a beautiful thing. Are you caught up on Daisy Jones and the six Uh No, I've just seen the first three
1: episodes. Oh. I think it, is there four or six no, out
2: there's six out. They released three yeah. more.
1: Oh, um, that show is great.
2: Okay. So, and it's uh, Riley Keogh posted something the other day that she just has such FOMO for the 70s. Mm. And it, I'm telling you, I think a lot of people do. And I think that's just a perfect time place to make his last movie because um, you know, Down and Out in Beverly Hills or what did he just do last night? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That was, one. This
1: is 60s and 70s. <laughs> right.
2: Yeah. I mean, the, just people look The music, good. the it's, fashion. It works. It works. So I think that's a fun, that must be a sweet spot, you know, yeah. that he likes to tell stories. So that's awesome. I, you know, I, I love these people who protest this is my last. I'm only making 10 movies ever. You know, right. good for them. I only want to go to work 10 days. Is <laughs> <Does> anyone listening? <laughs> who Who is listening to that? Hey, I got to tell you, I would be so bored if I didn't work. What would we do, Lori? Okay, so here's a gal that um, I just want to give you a couple of feedback. Um, a woman said, I'm so grateful, you know, when you gave your latest books that you're writing, Lori. Um, she just said she's so grateful and happy that we support books so much, and she's won books on our oh. show, which was so oh, nice. And then good. another gal said... Um, when I talked about um Kate Blanchett's outfit looking like Carol Burnett. Oh my gosh. I thought the same thing. She really did <laughs> not try. She
1: did not no. try at
2: all. I think we people knew we were sick of her. Yeah. I think she knew we were sick of her. You know what I mean? Um, well, was, oh, we're so late. Was, I'm sorry, yeah, Grant, it's time for the dirt alert. I'm oh, so no. sorry. We've cut into Grant's time. We're gonna take a quick
1: break. Lori and Julia here for Ann Tressler and her team at Tressler Law.
2: We've asked Ann to provide us with some tips for people who are going through divorce. One of her tips is to do your homework. Ann, what do you mean by that?
1: When you're going through a divorce proceeding, I tell my clients to remember that knowledge is power. Start by gaining all the basic understanding of your financial situation. Everything from your bank accounts, your retirement accounts, your investment accounts. If you own businesses, start gathering that information. The more information you can relay to your attorney, the better. This is the one thing you can do to prepare for this process. Also, do your homework when you're hiring your attorney find someone who is a knowledgeable resource and focuses solely on family law make sure you trust and like your attorney they will be the one guiding you through this process and you want to be able to work well together and this is why you guys offer the free divorce one-hour consultation the more we can educate you and help you understand the process the more you're going to feel control the more you're going to feel empowered and when it comes to knowing your attorney this way you're going to get to know us to
2: learn more or schedule your free one-hour divorce consultation, visit TrustslerLaw.com or MyTalk keyword divorce.
0: This is a MyTalk Dirt Alert.
2: <laughs> Dirt Alert,
1: Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert, Dirt Alert. Well, Graham, what do you got for us?
0: Well, let's start out with another update from this, uh, you know crazy story surrounding the rust shooting and Alec Baldwin from almost what a year ago now I believe this is yes' looking, looking at, at it longer a little bit longer than yeah so we've got some some news that has broke surrounding that case uh, the special prosecutor assigned to investigate this deadly accident shooting on the set of the movie rust is stepping down and uh, the basically this is due to the fact that there's a conflict of interest uh, it's and this is they're saying a legal win for Alec Baldwin whose attorney had moved that this prosecutor, Andrea Rabe, she stepped down on grounds that she served in the New York or New Mexico House of Representatives as well. So it's just a, I don't see how that's a victory for him. I mean, maybe Laura, you can elaborate on that, but that's what they're trying to say.
1: It is a victory for him in the sense that she's the one who added the charge that shouldn't have been added because they made...
0: I'm Bradley Trainer,
1: And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item.
0: A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out.
1: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind
0: all of this is Chris Jenner,
1: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
0: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
1: The law in effect of like this Fine. accidentally shooting someone after this accident happened. There you so go. she, She wasn't like not... I don't know, she was putting maybe her personal feelings ahead of right. it because that got dropped. Because yep. you can't, how can you charge someone for a crime that it hadn't been a crime in that state at the time it happened?
0: Yeah, it was the penalty. It was surrounding the penalty. I think it was supposed to be a five-year sentence for what he was yeah. facing. But then it because of the fact that this was made into a law after the fact that it had happened, it dropped the sentencing, I believe, down to like 18 months maximum versus five years, which you're right, if that's the case, that seems like a personal vendetta to me as well. So... This is in fact and
1: I bet her boss was like we have a better chance of with the jury trial if we get rid of you.
0: Yeah, good point. That's that seems Mm -hmm. to be a fair assessment there. Now Let's take a trip over to Bacheloretteville here. We have our new... Bacheloretteville. Yeah. It's got, a new island. Yeah, it's a new <laughs> island. There's so many islands. It looks like we have... And now, I don't pay attention to this Lori
1: might know that. Sheen, do
0: you know who Charity Lawson is, by chance?
1: She's the one who got sent home on the um, hometown dates. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah.
0: Charity. Yeah, so she's been a fan favorite, and uh, apparently at the end of Tuesday's uh, Women Tell All episode, host Jesse Palmer sent all the eliminated contestants to their dressing rooms, But and then uh, mm-hmm. he said that he was going to be doing something, and he went back to her dressing room, and he was going to basically do some sort of um, questionnaire-type thing with her. But essentially, he invited it gave her the good news that she will now be the Bachelorette for the 20th season of The Bachelorette.
1: Yeah, he sent her home. There's only three women left, so she got sent home after the hometown dates.
0: There we go. I've kind of dropped off yeah. on this one lately, so.
2: Okay, tell yeah. me, Lori, are you in at all?
1: I read the reality tease recap. Okay, to keep all up right. on
0: everything. Good for yeah. you. There we go. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, another reality show, uh, Vanderpump Rules. This is a. This could fit in the study of duh, but since Scandivall has. Come to our, you know, come come to light. Mm-hmm. Yes. The ratings yeah. are spiking through the oh, yeah. roof. <laughs> I mean, yeah. that is a that is a, if we could do it, one of these. Adapt. Uh, but yeah, the yeah. the first episode to air since this all broke drew 2.2 million viewers, which was wow. huge. That doubled its ratings from the previous week, and even when Andy Cohen had uh, Lisa Vanderpump on Watch What Happens Live. They drew 593 viewers in the 18 to 49 demographic, which was the Jeez. highest for Bravo's episode for that for that series. Isn't so, that something? Yeah,
2: I don't even I don't even watch it, and I know what's going on. And then we had secondhand hounds in here today, Lori, for the show and tell the puppy party. And one yeah. of the women was just in LA. She had a picture. She showed us with Lisa Vanderpump. She went to Tom Tom. She went to Sir. She went to whatever the other one is. I mean, yeah, people are diehard, and now they're they're g- re- revigorated
1: to watch it even more and support it and, more. And tonight in the clubhouse, Pump Rules Vanderpump Rules star Katie Maloney and Bravo super fan Danny Pellegrino will stop by the clubhouse. So oh. it's gonna uh, it's gonna keep
0: going. It, Yeah, yeah, it it looks like uh, And is Vanderpump rules on Wednesday nights. Is it a Wednesday night show? Yeah. So it looks like the title of this next episode is Lala and Kate freak out at Raquel for making out with Oliver. It's kind of a Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously, they're 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 banking in on this as much as they can and rightfully so. Yeah. Well, let's go over to the land uh, or the world of music here and Carrie Underwood, she's wrapping up her Denim and Rhinestones tour, just a few dates left before this tour wraps up and at the end of all of these shows, she does a cover and usually this cover involves one of, you know, uh Guns N' Roses' songs. So, in LA, she was in LA, I believe this was uh what uh last night or two nights ago, I believe she was in LA, mm-hmm. and she had she came out to do her car- cover of a, you know, Guns N' Roses song, and this one in fact was "Welcome to the Jungle," but there was a surprise guest who came out on stage. Axel Rose himself came out to sing along with Carrie Underwood and jam out. And I've got a little audio; it's kind of from okay. a cell phone, but we can kind of hear it. It seems like a fun little surprise if you were at this concert. You I know. never would have picked put them fun. together, but apparently this is a common thread for her shows that she she does a you know she's done "Sweet Child of Mine," "Paradise City." She has followed them around a lot, and I guess they in fact. Because of this communi- this friendship that they have, they have asked her in the past to join her on their tour when they were in England on stage to do a cameo together. So this is an ongoing relationship that has been, you know, for a long time now, apparently. I love it. Yeah. And uh, let's see here. Okay, twenty. Yeah, we've got a little time left for this last one here. Apple Plus. This this show intrigues me here. We've got a little uh, what looks to be kind of like a reality show involving Matthew McConaughey and Woody Harrelson, and this is coming to Apple TV Plus. And they have it sounds like already filmed this whole thing, but it's going to be ten episodes, and it's basically the two families, the McConaughey family and the Harrelson family, are going to try to live a life on the McConaughey ranch in Texas. And they're gonna see how long they can remain friends as they live together. It's kinda like an odd couple situation. Yeah. But for real.
2: Woody Harrelson, you, you know his it's dad odd. you know his dad was in prison.
1: You know his story. His dad is in prison right now for killing a judge. I know he's a hitman. I know. Yeah. Did you do yeah. you know that guy?
0: I didn't know that until you guys mentioned that last week to me. It blew my mind. I, it just, just blows me away. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. And, Bad you know,
2: choice of words.
0: Oh, good call. Yeah.
2: Ah, Or no pun intended (laughs) or pun intended. There
0: there pun intended. Yeah. yeah, So
1: I don't know, but it's hard to believe that True Detective came out nine years ago. That show. Oh, yeah. It was so good.
0: Alexander D'Addario. They were so
1: good together. Uh They really were. Oh, my gosh. All right.
2: All right, everybody. We are so delighted to be working with Furniture Manor. We love Furniture Manor, and we know you will, too. And if you haven't been there recently, you need to go out and see all the wonderful, beautiful new furniture that they have. Um, and we talked about this yesterday. There is, um, you know, since COVID, the supply chain line has shortened up a lot. So if you want to make custom, you know, do a custom fabrics and beautiful couches right. and everything that you want to decorate with, You don't have to wait nearly as long as you were before. So that's great news. And all the designers are ready to help you. Why do you love it so much, Laurie? I mean, we love
1: furniture. I I think I love it because we love to like tell about the great deals that we get on quality name brand items. We have found so many amazing furniture finds there. And uh, so we just like to tell people that you can get amazing quality furniture and accessories and be shopping local at Furniture Manor. All right, Lorraine. Okay, the, this, is, this is kind of a, a, a funny one, and I don't know if a lot of people know this. Unless you watch the Ryan Murphy um, TV series Feud featuring um, Jessica Lange playing Joan Crawford, and then who played Betty Davis? I can't remember. I can't, yeah, I can't either. All right, I'll look it anyway, that that was a great... Show about two Hollywood legends, Joan Fonda or Joan Crawford and Betty Davis, and how they couldn't stand each other. And so Joan became a shameless Oscars legend in 1946. So that's 77 years ago. And she I don't know if you remember this from the show Feud but um she was nominated for an Academy Award in 1946 for Mildred Pre- or Mildred Pierce, Pierce excuse me yes and she was so worried that Ingrid Bergman who was nominated for Gaslight and who'd won the year before she was so nervous that she would win she didn't go to the Academy Awards She stayed in bed, and at that time in the 40s, um, the Academy Awards were held at Grauman's Chinese Theater, and it was the first Oscars post-World War II. So it was a big deal, very posh affair. Wartime restrictions were lifted, and Joan Crawford was nervous she wouldn't win, but she had her agent let photographers know that they could gather in her lawn... Um, and if she were to win, she would make an appearance. So she had her glam team come and she had her hair and makeup and she was in bed in a penoir fighting a flu. And she told Hedda Hopper, <laughs> you know, that her agent said, you can't go. You must be on bed rest. And she was in a Helen Rose negligee. And she um, was at her, you know, in her Brentwood boudoir if you were and because she did end up winning that night she pushed every other winner off the front pages because her publicity stunt of not showing up to the ceremony and it was um this is eight years before it's even televised so it was you know, it wasn't televised until 1953, so it was the gossip columnists and the newspaper. That's how people found out about anything. Sure. And she, um, David, Car- Dave Carger told Turner Classic from Turner Classic Movies, said um, a couple years ago that he said, "Can you imagine how Twitter would react if somebody attempted that today?" And because it just was the headlines, Joan accepted the majority of the talk was about Joan Crawford winning, despite the movie The Lost Weekend, getting the most awards that year. And hopping in bed with Oscar paid off for her because, I mean, it wasn't even a twinkle in Tinseltown's eyes to do these kinds of stunts. And I don't think... Dave Carger also went on to say, I don't think there's anyone who would have the guts or maybe the lack of self-awareness to try any of the stunts that Joan Crawford was famous for over the years. She had no shame in showing the industry how badly she wanted the attention. And as legend goes, um, um, she had the flu and a bottle of Jack Daniels bourbon. Um, and But she told her publicist to let everyone know that, you know, her doctor ordered her to stay in bed. And um, she even writes about it in her 1962 autobiography, A Portrait of Joan. She writes, on the night of the awards, I was running a temperature of 104. I'd been suffering the flu for the past week, filming Humoresque. Flu coupled with the nervous tension of being eligible for the Oscars had me shaking with chills and fever and she was all dressed up and ready to go Julia. But her physician said, no, you have to stay at home. The cameraman will have to come to you. I love that. And isn't that so funny? And, And she, she said her, uh, doctor relented. He said, if you win, you may go downstairs in a flannel nightgown and a robe and a scarf around your neck. And you know, you can, um, accept your award. But she stayed in her glamorous uh, nightgown and she recalled in her autobiography, she was so overheated at winning, the fever broke. <laughs> <laughs> she was and, a, she was something, that lady. Yeah, she did tell um, this woman, Charlotte Chandler, in a book that was published in 2008, that she was afraid of losing. Um, the tension is so terrible and winning best actress means you have to sit there almost the whole night and look composed and applaud at the right moments and when you lose i was certain i'd have to sit there and excuse me Ingrid Bergman was nominated for the Bells of St Mary but she'd won the year before for uh for Gaslight i think and um so we'll never really know what was happening to her that night but it was it seems unbelievable that someone would stay home on the worry that they wouldn't get their Oscar and then do, you know, so she really did not get to give an Oscar acceptance speech. She just posed and with her Oscar and smiled pretty and had full makeup on. And, um, but it was huge pressure for Joan Crawford because Mildred was her first A list starring role for okay. Warner Brothers after she was kicked to the curb by MGM.
2: Oh, got it. Where okay. she was
1: dubbed box office poison by the independent theater owners of America, along with other starlets from Hollywood's golden age. And so she really wanted to win. She felt she had to win. And in her um, memoirs, she did cop to, you know, being quite boozy.
2: Right. But, but had yes. too much. Yes. You know who we learned last week didn't show up for hers because she just never thought she'd win and she won Goldie Hahn oh yes that was just she shocking. was filming yeah mm-hmm. and she just she could have gone she just didn't think yeah. she'd win
0: she said that was like her right. biggest regret yeah right? yeah
2: I mean because she'll she you know she never got nominated again I don't think yeah I mean what no, a, I don't think so what a drag what a drag now I just and,
1: want and Joan ahead. Crawford though just to tell yeah. you when she did Mildred Pierce, which um, Kate Winslet did like a HBO. Yes, remake she did. Of that yes, show. she did. Terrible. Ter- Terrible but um, Warner Brothers, the director made her audition and she hadn't auditioned for anything for a long, you know, years. Ooh, and um, she did not like that she was a fading superstar that had to audition, but she did it. And. She wanted she knew it was her greatest shot at reclaiming her career and um you know and really threw herself into the performance and it is considered, you know, um a classic melodrama, really well acted. She's really good in it. Remember she's the woman who tries to get a restaurant going and
2: I don't think, very, I hated the show so much that I didn't even I don't remember. I've never seen I, the
1: original. No, no. Anyway, but the director was there with her, smiling away, posing in bed. He presented her <laughs> with the <a> statuette. <laughs> she screamed out loud and she listened to it over the radio, because again, this wasn't on television. Right. And um Christina Crawford, uh, you know, the daughter, the daughter. of Joan in Mommy Dearest said, um, um she told the post she was at home in bed with pneumonia and blah blah blah. But she told me later that night when she won the Oscar, her health improved dramatically the minute she heard that news.
2: Oh my goodness, I believe it. All yeah. right, listen, we gotta go, but okay. we um are giving away Billy po- Potter tickets. Porter, Porter, Potter's cousin. Porter. <laughs> let's take let's take the seventh caller right now at six five one six four one one zero seven one, and when we come back. I was telling you that he was on That's My Jam last night and Kelly Clarkson loved his performance so much we're going to hear it. Lorraine, we're in the final stretch. Okay, so Grant is is talking to the winner right now. Okay. And they're smiling and laughing and um, Grant's trying to get whoever it is off the phone because we're on the air, but she's not listening or he's not listening. I'm just teasing Grant.
1: Um, So last night I was telling you... I was just going to ask you about... um, Tom Cruise oh. posing with Michael Caine oh. on his 90th oh. birthday. Oh, So obvious. So Tom Cruise. So, so Tom Cruise. Cruise so I perfect. did not miss the Oscars because of Nicole Kidman. I'm in London celebrating with my dear friend Michael Caine's 90th birthday. That I've just met 15 minutes ago.
2: Sure. Um, yes. We're Mary, best, Mary was
0: our winner, by the way. Mary,
2: was she excited? Very,
0: very excited. Okay, so, so here's the deal.
2: So we're giving away Billy Porter tickets, and he is everything, and he's going to be... It's the Mona Lisa Tour, Volume 1, at the State Theater on Tuesday, May 23rd at 7.30. There are tickets available. If you don't win them here, we're giving them away through the end of the week. But I was telling you, last night, I watched that What's My Jam show that Jimmy Fallon does, and he had on Billy Porter and um, some other people. Mm -hmm. And then um, Sarah Hyland, who couldn't have been more darling, she's from Modern Family... And um, Darren Chris,
0: isn't she a part of the like hosting of that, or am I wrong? Kinda,
2: I don't know. I think they change the guests every okay. week. So what happens is, Billy, you know, they give you a song, and it it's what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. But then you you ring like a big gambit, you know, kind of thing, and it tells you what genre to sing it in. Okay. So his thing, he got gospel, and so he's oh. like, oh my gosh, I love gospel. as my wheelhouse. Turn to your neighbor and say, are you ready to go to church? And he was so perfect. And then he just started singing this. And what happened is today, we're going to listen to it, on Kelly Clarkson's okay. show, she alluded to it. And she said that um, the greatest cover I've ever heard of any song I've ever performed was last night, literally... Anything I've performed. She loved the Billy Porter um, cover. And she says, now I want to sing it like him again. And I want to do the church version. So Ooh, I, I'm it's, just it's... saying, Billy, there's a personal invite for me. Anytime you want to sing that song with me, which is so sweet. So here, here he is singing it in gospel.
0: Sing stronger, right? Right. Her, her song Stronger. Yeah. Oh, I mean, was, so good. And
2: I really, I just, I've just been, this show interests me. I don't know why it's fun. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun, and then they get squirted with water if they don't load lyrics. Lori, they do a finish the lyric thing, and I'm glad Rocco doesn't do that to
0: us. <laughs> didn't okay. did Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Fallon uh, do something like this with like Ariana Grande back in the day? When he
2: switches. He, the four people switch every week.
0: Oh, okay. I think. Okay.
1: So I think we're going to have this different people. This started as a game on his show, show that yeah. he would do once in a while yes. with musical guests, and have, it
0: became a show. Yeah, he would have them sing a different song, a song that they didn't sing, in a different way. Yeah. And it, it was usually yes. Ariana Grande was involved with it and she was amazing, she would spin a wheel and yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so I think so it's kind of a play on that. He's yeah. made
2: it into a show and it's on every, what was last night, just Tuesday Tuesday. 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 <laughs> I feel like it should be Friday but it was just Tuesday oh, but I have to tell you, so anyway the show's kind of fun in that cool. he was with Patti LaBelle and she just started you know, oh. adding in the background it was so good, it was I loved it. Ted Lasso If you had an Apple alert, you found out you could have watched it last night. Mm -hmm, But it is back. I don't know how many episodes dropped, uh, but Ted Lasso Season 3 is back if you're ready for it. And then...
0: That's the thing with Apple. They always say it's so. If it comes out on a Friday, you can access it Thursday night. Yeah, if you it can comes, It's weird. Like I watch Shrinking every Thursday night, even though it comes out on Friday. Oh,
2: there you go. I
0: don't know why, but it, they allow it for some reason. They
2: do. They do that. And whereas HBO, you have to wait till it's on HBO TV. Yeah, even for that, HBO Max to even get it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's
2: so different. And then we talked about this, Lori. I don't know if you heard about this, Money Shot. The Pornhub Story, streaming on Netflix. It, it streams starting today. It's a new documentary that goes beyond mm-hmm. telling of the video site, and it's um, which has been accused and sued for exploiting, blah, 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 blah. But it, anyway.
0: The biggest part about this is that they're going to explore how the the porn industry is a big part ha, plays a big role in sex trafficking yes and so they catch a lot yeah. of grief about that but yet at the same time a lot of these men and women who are a part of this industry it is their right and they what they want to do and the, so they you get kind of the both perspectives yes. like hey this is my right to show my body and express myself this way but then you also learn about the dark side of it all as well so
1: yeah for those people who want to go down that deep dark path,
0: hey i mean it's an interesting. Inch-
1: well i'm sure that's what the documentary is exploring. oh i'm sure yeah
2: I'm sure, mm-hmm. and then Lori, our show, came back this week. Glory, um, our Korean show
1: mm.
2: about revenge, oh, yeah. forgot yes. about that. It one. came back, and it's mm. got like it's so good, you guys. Oh, I, I it's have... it's a revenge story about yes. um, a young girl who was just terrorized in grade school and her revenge, mm-hmm. but it's got some interesting twists.
0: Oh, this is the second yeah, it really part. Does. Yes, so this the is second the sec- part, part of the first season. Yes, Netflix. Okay, I was wondering if it was like the second season already, but no, this no, is the... it's
2: just the second they part. Split it. Yeah, but they had yeah. like fourteen in the first one. I mean this this glory has a lot of episodes. It's good. It goes back
0: to what yeah, we used to get, like twenty something episodes yeah. a season. Now it's eight or nine. Right. You know, I love that. That's good. They went that high. It's like
2: good. That. And then everyone here, Lori, is gearing for the snow rain tomorrow. And oh, then for the big Saint Patrick's Day events on Friday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you know, my one year anniversary I know everyone's ready for. Ooh-hoo! Which oh, is yeah. Saturday. Hey. Really Sunday, but you know, it's a year later, so we'll do it Saturday. Um
1: but anyway, that's Enjoy what I got. You can say Saint Paddy's. Oh, you already scolded Saint me, Patties. so I just said said no, Patrick's. No. But you can say Saint Paddy, not Paddy. Oh, f- What's the What's difference between okay, P-A-D-D-Y? Because this patron saint is not Patricia, which is ah, Pat.
0: D, not T. Yeah. Got it. Oh. Patty with a D. Paddy, oh, not T. Thank you,
1: Grammararian.
0: Yeah, I like that. Okay. <laughs> uh,
1: Julia, I'm Irish, partly Irish. I am my too. mother. Well, my mother, uh, you know, encouraged my Irish part. Unlike uh, maybe you didn't feel the same way. Well, we didn't about find out your- till one <laughs> of my brothers did twenty three
2: and Me that yes. we were Irish. That's Remember that? Right. We've only known this for the past five years. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> No. oh my gosh but no. Can you check Irish?
1: out the shazam red carpet or bad bunny on carpool karaoke
2: yes i'm gonna say those yeah thank you grant yeah and and it, he posted a disturbing <laughs> new
0: movie called beef yeah it's a sh- it's, oh. it's it's so it's it's i believe what it's was got that? a trailer ali wong is in it and steve Wen is he steve Wen is from um the walking dead he was uh the Asian guy, yeah, that, yeah, I know who the is. main character in Walking Dead, but it's mm-hmm. beef, and it's about this driver who gets cut off while he's backing out, and then this these two people have beef with each other. But it's kind of like a dark comedy rom com. There's this whole. There's a, just go watch the. Uh, we don't know what it's The about. trailer, but it's it's basically. These two meet in a road rage situation and then it continues on throughout the whole series. So it's 10 episodes, about 30 minutes each. It comes out April 6th and it's uh yeah, it's going to be on Netflix. It's it's getting a lot of great reviews out there. It's called Beef. So check out the trailer.
1: It makes me think of that um, Kurt Douglas movie um, where he played like a truck
0: driver. Oh gosh, that was yes. And then he do pulls you remember over. that movie? Yeah, he pulls over to get help, but then they abduct his wife, and then he has to go oh. get revenge. That's a wild. Movie. That movie that was is a good from movie. like nineteen ninety. I love that you know that movie. Good call. I,
1: listen, <laughs> that was kind of a wild story. So the premise of this show is you know similar to that, and yeah, yeah. we're. We're intrigued at these
0: dark stories. It's called Breakdown from nineteen ninety-seven. That was oh, the one you're referencing. Gosh,
1: I
2: don't movie. like those that you know it's just gonna keep getting worse and worse. This no, has but a It's comedy. Kurt
1: Russell. Yeah. It's Kurt Russell. Oh, you said you know Kurt
2: Douglas, be... and I'm like, what nineteen no, 19- Kurt, well, Kurt, Kurt Douglas, Russell. and I'm like, what nineteen fifty-three movie are you talking about?
0: <laughs> no. Kurt, <laughs> Kurt Russell. Russell. Yeah, this Netflix show though has a little bit more comedy to it. It's not as dark as Breakdown was.
2: Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So um, so Lori
1: uh, yes, Julia. Uh, um, I'm is, getting is, ready to go to the beach. I've got yeah, my swimsuit you on. You finished the I morning
2: drive. Finished the it's morning 1 o'clock. drive. It's You got a big day um, ahead of you. That's right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to uh, think long and carefully about what lady exercise, what kind of shenanigans she's going to build herself in. I must... Show some people some exercise
2: Okay. And if you don't, we can wait till tomorrow to take the day off. I posted a couple things. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) So we're covered for a day. All right, everyone. Thanks for hanging out with us again. Billy Porter tickets for the rest of the week. We're giving away. Uh, Thanks, Grant. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.